Hey, it's Tony Russo. So if you haven't been reading along, and if you haven't been reading along, I don't blame you. I've made some changes to uh, the Bagel Manifesto, one of which is half doing away with the name. So the website is just called By Tony Russo Now, and everything I write from beer to history to news to politics and to complaining about the town council like a crazy old man, that all goes under By Tony Russo Now, as does this podcast. But this podcast still is a bagel manifesto because it is about culture and why people just don't care about bagels anymore. Um, the bagels that they're not caring about in uh, this episode are the security bagels. So I've just started traveling again for work. It's not unpleasant, but it's not my thing. And a lot of what I'm going to say, you who travel often not only know, but know so well that you've forgotten. And the know so well that you've forgotten thing is really kind of, well, I just want to ring everybody's bell on. There's nothing to be done. There is no solution at the end of this security rant. Just take a look and think about yourself and, and, how, and how these things affect you. So airport security has been bananas since 9-11. We all know that. Um, Kurt Vonnegut has a uh, has a great essay about it where he says something like, they're making us take our shoes off at the airport now. Uh, I think it's candid camera. We all agree that it's absurd. And there's plenty of evidence that it doesn't work. But it's something that we are committed to. The larger point, and the point that'll be the, if I ever get to the long essay about it, we're governed by cowards who think that we're idiots. And that has just kind of become the American brand. And I, I don't know if it really just happened on 9-11. I don't know if it happened before that. I feel like it happened before that. But I'm not complaining about the regular security. I would like to point out something that just drove me absolutely crazy on my most recent trip I was flying American Airlines. I flew to Florida and back. Two of the four airplanes I was on, the flight attendant got into it with uh, one of the other passengers. And got into it is a strong way to put it. On the way out, there was a person who didn't speak English. There's a family who didn't speak English. And I don't think had ever been on an airplane before. They didn't know that they had to sit down and... This, this, the uh, flight attendant had a uh, real difficulty kind of communicating that we couldn't leave until they sat down. I, you know, after they got it straight and the pilot said, you know, I want to remind you that the flight attendants all speak for me and failure to obey their commands is a federal offense. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> And it's funny because of this kind of strong arming, they just don't even hear the fact that they're threatening federal action uh, for inconveniencing the stewardess. And I said stewardess on purpose there. It could be steward. Um, they're not qualified to send me to Guantanamo Bay, whomever they are. Um, neither is one person in the TSA. And that's part of the part of the anger, right? On the way to my first business trip here that I'm talking about, the uh the TSA lady like played with my um squeezy 
shaving cream and said, this feels like it's less than three ounces. I'll let you keep it. Now, in any other circumstance, that's the kind of person that you start screaming at or that you make fun of or that you belittle uh, back for belittling you, for having the ignorance to think that their power is anything but a mirage. Like, I'm not going to thank you for letting me keep the last drops of my shaving cream. And the fact that you think I should disgusts me and ought to disgust you. You ought to hate yourself. And I kind of hope you do. So that kind of where this is coming from. But on the second flight, on the final flight on the way home, there was this woman and she was tall and broad. She announced that she was six feet tall. And she was a very nice lady. We ended up being friends on the flight, but she got stuck in this seat for some reason that didn't have any legroom. You know, and it's one of these puddle jumpers. So there's only two or three seats that have legroom. It doesn't matter. What does matter is that it irritated the hell out of her and she was being grouchy. And it's important to say that she was just complaining aloud to herself. And it wasn't pleasant to listen to, and I'm sure that she wasn't happy that she behaved that way, but it wasn't directed at anyone. It was just directed at the universe that screwed her once again. And I felt like that. You felt like that. We've all felt like that. It's the next bit, though, that really just... I hate to fly for this reason. I don't... I'm not afraid of crashing. I don't not enjoy being in an airplane. I hate being bullied by morons. And if you choose to fly, you're choosing to be bullied by morons and you really can't complain, which is why it's tough to to do this kind of rant against it, which is why it's, you know, hacky to complain about the TSA and about air travel because you just shouldn't do it. I wish there was rail. I wish there was teleportation. I wish there was anything where you didn't put a person who is a functioning moron in charge of me and give them enough power to send me to jail. For a little background, I worked at a hotel business for a while, and one of the things that we did in the hotel business is we hosted these flight crews. Um, we hosted them for training, and we also hosted them for, um, you know, overnights or whatever in, in the hotel. And the training thing was interesting because they really are morons. These, these aren't, morons is strong. Let's say these aren't serious people. Uh, particularly, you know, the, the flight attendants in my experience on this low level garbage airline that flies out of Salisbury are sorority chicks who are waiting to get married, you know, and, and I'm sure that there are very high level, you know, Marine style flight attendants out there. I've just never met any. When I was in the hotel business, these were all giggly, drunken children out on an adventure and the idea that we have to be nice to them or go to jail is so repugnant it is so repugnant and the idea that we don't even notice how repugnant it is you know doubles it so the i almost said the president but the president of the flight i guess the pilot gets on the intercom and says i'd like to remind you that the stewardess is, I'm sorry, I'd like to remind you that the flight attendants are my spokespeople out there and failure to listen into them is a federal crime and we'll put you in Guantanamo Bay, we'll torture you for life. 
also, um, they'll be coming around with applications to fill out for American Airlines credit cards. You know, please fill them out. Now, I know that he doesn't mean that it's a federal law not to fill out the American Airlines credit card application. We all know it. But the fact that he's like, if you don't do what this woman says, we're sending you to jail, fill out these forms, shows you how seriously they take it, which is not at all. And I think that's one of the, one of the barometers from police officers to people in the military to TSA agents and to flight attendants and to pilots and to any kind of authority figure. Like, if you don't, if you don't respect the authority that you wield, you shouldn't get to wield it. Like, that should be part of the thing. Like, you should know better than to say, if you can really send someone to Guantanamo Bay, you should know better than to include a commercial at the end of your threat to send someone to Guantanamo Bay. And it wasn't uh, bullying us into filling out these American Express, uh, American Airlines Visa card applications. It just came off that way. And the fact that in the course of 48 hours, because it was a quick flight out and flight back, I heard two pilots threatened to send passengers to jail over not listening to people who, let's face it, didn't work hard enough to get a, a job that, that you have to use your brains for. You know, this is a manual labor job. And there's all sorts of things that are important about service jobs. I've, I've had them. And you hate to have them. You, you hate that they exist. But that's why you can't also give them arrest power. You know, you can't give them the power to just ruin your life because they were in a bad mood and never learned how to mitigate their feelings because that wasn't part of the training. Part of the training was here's how to hand out cookies. Here's how to tread water. Um, here's how to do the demonstration. I mean, it's not, uh, it's not rocket science. It's not hard to become a flight attendant. And it should be. It should be hard to do anything where you can either kill someone or send them to jail for life. And the fact that it isn't because it's too inconvenient, and the fact that it doesn't bother us is kind of where my little rant came from this, uh, this week. So that's my rant. I might do this occasionally. I'm not going to call them rants. As a matter of fact, I wish I hadn't said that word because it doesn't get at what I'm trying to get at. If you have anything to say, please say it back. You can reach me on um, social media. You can send me an email. If you really have something to say that you would like me to record and respond to, you can record a voicemail and you can uh, email that to me. And you can find all of that at buytonyrusso.com. I'll play what you say and then I'll, I'll respond to it if you like. Uh, otherwise, keep the faith. 